You are now listening to the Stop on the Corner podcast with Nick and Chris. Welcome in, everybody, to Stop on the Corner podcast, episode 10. You made it to 10. We're in, we're in double digits now. <laughs> we're almost teenagers, Nick. We're almost made it to 13. <laughs> I wish I was 10 years old again. Oh, my God. 10 years old was the fucking life. Life was so much easier. <laughs> Just watch Ninja Turtles and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I would relive 10 to 16 16 all over again forever. You play 10 to 16 on a loop, I'm in. Actually, I don't even know if I was watching Ninja Turtles still when I was 10. I might have been watching like Goosebumps or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember. Like, I don't see even like growing up and even now, like, I don't watch much television. Like, that's 22 years ago, right? For you, for him, was 25 years ago for me. So 22 years ago was uh, 2000. So actually wrestling probably was what I was into the most. Yeah, yeah. Like the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw. And like I think that was when like SmackDown, when SmackDown first came out, Thursday nights were fucking oh, the shit. Lit. They were lit. <laughs> I miss those days. Speaking of which, because I just said it. So I was talking to like a guy at work the other day. and He's, he's younger than me. He's 25. And we were talking and the things he was saying, he was like, oh, that's lit. Oh, you know, and he was saying all these things. And I'm like, man, did we sound this dumb when we were younger and we used to talk in slang all the time? Yeah, like what were our slang words when we were like fucking 10? That's sick. banging. That's, <laughs> that's banging. Sick. sick. That's hot. That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. P-H-A-T. Yeah. No, I wasn't calling you fat. It was P-H. P-H. <laughs> that's so sick. Yeah. Well, we had some uh, we had some big news this week in the NFL, Nick. Uh, big news, Russell Wilson. Oh, Russell! Uh, I thought you were talking about something else first. We'll get to that, but <laughs> yeah, leaving Seattle for Denver. Yeah, I mean, he's still the third best quarterback in that division, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, what? and they were they were talking about it on the radio, like, why would you elect to go there? Versus, you know, he had two teams in the NFC East, you know, making big, you know, trying to acquire them, Eagles and wait, who and, who else sent him an offer? Um, it was the Eagles and uh, we are commanders. <laughs> Fucking, I can't get over that video. That, that video, we and that are video. commanders, and he's like, "Come on, guys, please say, yeah, please like, say." Yeah, that um. Where you know you're almost guaranteeing yourself a division title. I mean, yeah, that's well, I don't know. I don't know if that's the worst division right now, but it's it's you know, the Giants, Commanders, and Cowboys are just not good teams, but you know, but the Cowboys neither, are good teams. Neither are the Eagles. Joke. I mean <laughs> listen, not nine and eight with, with a second year quarterback, I'll take it. And an aging team. Maybe he was just scared to play the Eagles. Maybe, maybe I would be. <laughs> I, I I think I think a part of it has to do with his wife and his lifestyle and staying close as as close to the West Coast as possible. I'm sure that absolutely played a part in it. I can't wait for Russell Wilson and Sierra to have their cowboy photo shoot in the in the, the Denver Mountains. Oh yeah, that's gonna be so sick. Gonna, it's it's <laughs> gonna be fat. It's gonna be lit. <laughs> 
Uh, it's going to be fucking horrible. I'm so glad I don't follow him on social media. He's so corny. <laughs> Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. I mean, Unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah, they're so fucking corny. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was a big move. Um, Khalil Mack, the Khalil Mack trade is what got me because the first thing I saw was people – People, the joke people were making about it was they were like, wow, they gave up less than we gave up for Sam Darnold to get Khalil Mack. And I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, what was that, that a second true. and a sixth? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, that's so true. And I hate that it's true. But, but I mean, it is. For Chicago, I mean, for the long, in the long run, it, it's a good move because, you know, I mean, it's a $25 million dead cap hit, I think, this year, but they're still saving $6 million. So I guess his cap hit was $31 million this year. But he's off the books next year and the year after. I think that opened up like over $30 million a year in each year. So Khalil Mack's a great player, but they're not winning nothing this year. They're not ready yeah. to win. So you, you open up the cap space, go get you some picks. Yeah, they, they, got a, they got a good amount of money back for that. And, uh, you know, they're trying to, I guess, build around fields now, so – it makes sense for them. And now the Chargers have Mac and Boza rushing the pacer. I seen a stat the other day, like the highest percentage of like uh, uh, quarterback pressures or something on like third down. It was Aaron Donald and Kalomac and Joey Boza. So they have two of those top three people in like the past like few years on third yeah. down pressure. Good so luck, Russell crazy. Wilson. Yeah, I know, right? And <laughs> he went to that division. I was like, shit. <laughs> We are commanders. Yeah, can I can I change my mind? Yeah, I want to play out. with Ron Rivera. I want to play with Ron. Listen, the the I think the worst thing Seattle did was Bobby Wagner came out when they released Bobby Wagner. They said that he didn't even find out through the team that they were releasing. Him. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know why this shit keeps happening to like franchise like legends. Like, yeah. this shit keeps happening like for like few years now. I don't know. Like, they did the same thing with Cam. Like, when they released him, they said, like, they texted him or something. Or some yeah, shit like horrible. that. I don't know. Like, it's weird. But Bobby Wagner's available. I would love Bobby Wagner on Carolina. Dude, I would love Bobby. We haven't had a fucking linebacker here since Trotter. Like, there was always this debate that people would say on Twitter. They would always, like, go back and forth. But, like, Bobby Wagner and Luke Keekley. I'll argue this. To, to I'll die on this hill. Like, Bobby Wagner is never better than Keekley. Also, Bobby Wagner was – I mean, Keekley was never cut by a team, so. That's <laughs> mm, true. But he never gave him the opportunity either. You can't cut him. He's the top five linebacker of all time. You want to you say, yeah, you want to there's, there's, yeah. there's a debate to be made. I, I was just quickly trying to go over, like, top middle linebackers. So. He's, he's, like, five, you could say. Because who's going to – who are you gonna say is better? Uh, fucking Ray Lewis, um, Lawrence Taylor. Take, Lawrence Lawrence Taylor is a pass rusher. He wasn't a middle linebacker though. He was you like sure? the outside. Yeah, he was the outside. He was a pass rusher. Are you sure? Yes, and he had an advantage. He was on coke, so you get extra speed from that. Uh, so. he, he, he got the mushroom like in Mario. He grew bigger. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. Oh, like, I actually, like, read, like, some of his book, like, when I was younger. He used to, like, legit wake up in the hotel room with, like, two women in his bed and, like, snore coke and head to the stadium. 
<laughs> like that's like literally what he did. He like admitted it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking up Lawrence Taylor now. It just said he's a linebacker. It didn't really specify. He was a he was a pass rusher though mainly. Yeah, pretty, sure, really. pretty sure. But like, who are you gonna say? Like Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis, Ray Brian Urlacher. And I wouldn't even say Urlacher's better, but like, like Urlacher. who else? It, you really have to sit down and look at the list and, and put your own list together. Like I said, I didn't say he wasn't. I just said there's a, there's a there's a debate to be made for him. I would I also I would also put him in best linebacker duos that I've ever seen, and I would put Urlacher in that, like Urlacher Briggs. Yeah. Uh, the Niners, Willis Bowman. Yeah, I forgot about Patrick Willis and Keekley Davis. Probably like those are probably like the best linebacker. That duos. was a great duo, Keekley and Davis. I'd probably say like all of them. Um, yeah, so we had that news. And then last night we were blessed with um, news that Deshaun Watson <laughs> is not being criminally charged. This is like such a it's a it's a real touchy subject, sensitive situation. Like it's it's it really is. hard to comment on this because especially on Twitter, like I see like so many viewpoints and so many different opinions. And it's like people are like, well, he was it's uh innocent until proven guilty he was not guilty so obviously he didn't do it and it's like well that's not the same yeah it's you know 20 like there's been instances where like one woman would have lied about a player like i'm not saying women are liars so don't say yeah, like, no, no there's been like sean oakman like he was accused by one woman she was right. lying like but 22 women came out and there was, I think, 10 of them that, like, presented, like, I guess, evidence behind, behind a jury yesterday or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a lot to just all of them be lying. Right. Like, I, and if I they are, like, that's some diabolical, crazy conspiracy shit. And Netflix should probably be working on the documentary right yeah. now. So I, I'll say this. I, what, what creates the doubt, you know, in the accusers is kind of the timing of how everything played out. Yeah, remember, and that's what every, everyone's like, oh, this only happened because he wanted to get treated. They set him up. I'm just like, yeah, yeah like, but why, why would why would Houston want to decrease his trade value, though? Like, that makes no sense. Well, I th- I think in part the theory is that they, they not, it's not so much to diminish his trade value, but it was to stop him from playing. And I think they were trying to, I think they honestly were trying to diminish his trade value if this conspiracy theory is true. Like, I want to make that clear. So he couldn't get traded. So he would be forced to play for Houston. But I think Houston, because remember, this all happened when Bill O'Brien was there. And I forget the, their old GM's name. Like, it was dysfunction. And Houston Texans owners is not the most stand-up person in the world either. Like, there's, you know, he's not very popular amongst, you know, players. That's why the Texans are a bad team. You know, they can only yeah. draft their players and nobody really wants to sign there. But, um you know for the most part the timing of everything that happened you know like he asked for a trade so now it looks like they're trying to diminish his trade value me and i think there's a good conversation for me and you to have because both of our favorite football teams are linked in a possible trade scenario for deshaun watson unfortunately as a football player i love deshaun watson you know oh yeah he's probably top five yeah he probably is the last time he played and you know as a person, if, if all this is true, I don't want my team to get within a thousand yards of this guy. You know what I mean? I, and it's so hard to tell if it's true. Like people are so desperate for a quarterback. So they're going right. to like all the fans, they're going to go to lengths to just 
trying to act like this, like they're just, oh, they're all just lying. They're all just lying. They're all so just lying. I'll, I'll say this. I'm a believer in second chances. You know, when Me the too. Eagles, when the Eagles signed Michael Vick, you know, I wasn't like as Fuck much him. as I love dogs and all that. Like he did his time. He went to jail, nah. he served his time. You know what I mean? And since then he's been a model citizen. He, you know, you can't say nothing bad about Michael Vick. You know, he's, he's, done, he's done work in the animal community. So I'm a believer in second chances and proving that you can change from your situation. So I, I'm hope- like Vic. <laughs> I'm hoping none of this is true about Deshaun Watson. You know, I'm having a hard time saying that it isn't true. You know what I mean? And I don't know. So it, it is what it is. It's a very touchy subject. You know what I mean? And if it is true, I hope, I hope those women can find the strength in, in, in therapy and stuff like that and can recover and can lead you know, genuinely, you know, full and happy lives. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> that didn't work out for you. Trying to I tried to play it. I, was, I don't know. Maybe it just doesn't work on my phone when I try to play these sounds. <laughs> but, uh, like, he's obvi- obviously, I believe in second chances, too. Like, he's obviously a great player, generational talent. Like, I've never seen somebody do what he's done to Alabama in college. Yeah, and the clutch plays he's made in the NFL, like that Saints game on like Monday night, where he like went right down the field with like forty seconds and like two or three plays, like that shit that Mahomes does. Dude, he he and, dragged that dog shit franchise to the playoffs. Yeah, like I mean, and they were up like, big on the Chiefs too. They just folded. It's, it's just hard to tell. Like either one of a few things happened. Like either he did he he probably like has had like a consensual like relationship with like some of these women. And like, I'll take a, there's like a big conspiracy where like the, I don't know, they got a bunch of women to lie on him and whatever. And they just hopped in or uh, either that, or they're just all lying. And it's like this crazy like conspiracy that, like I said, like Netflix should probably be making a documentary about because 22 women lying. That's insane. That's like, that's pretty and I mean, they should fucking be charged with something then if they're lying. Well, but, yeah, but here and you know what everybody said, and it gets to a slippery slope, right? Because then let's say you say, all right, well, then these women need to be charged with something for lying. What that does is that makes women who are actually victims of sexual assault and sexual abuse and all that afraid to come out and testify. Because- exactly. So that's the thing. So then then it gets to that. And then then they're probably not lying. Like, right. I mean, like I said, it's a a slippery slope. It's you you don't know what happened. All all you know is now is that he's not being criminally charged. So whether it wasn't enough evidence or whatever. He still has and he still has 22 civil suits. Yeah. Well, I think he he settled some of them. Probably, you know, maybe he they, they said like there wasn't enough evidence. So like who's to say like maybe he, you know, was doing some things and just you know got away with it like you don't know it's yeah just, exactly you just don't like so it, it, it people it, are gonna people who are like desperate to watch their fucking sports team thrive will just be like oh uh innocent until proven guilty not guilty he's not guilty what did the court say what did the court say like shut up dude like the yeah, law and I, justice I, are two different things. Yeah, I, I think I, we've learned that in the fucking present day world, you know, recently yeah. so with all I'm, that's been happening. If if it were up to me, I would not be, I would not be pursuing that trade. That's the that's the that's just the off the field shit. 
as far as like me as a Panthers fan, as far as like football wise, it wouldn't make sense because Houston's asking for like three first rounders, a couple second rounders, and like three players from the defense. Like you've been, we've been building this team for a couple of years now. Now you want to set the defense back and you want to give up all your picks. All the players on our team that are good are first and second round picks. DJ Moore, Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin, Derek Brown, JC Horn. Like you just want to start throwing fucking players at this team and picks for one guy. Yeah. Like we already don't have a good offensive line. That's what we need our picks and money for. He has a high cap hit. So now you have no money of no draft picks. You're going to send him out there with no fucking line and probably our best receiver missing. If you're throwing DJ Moore in there, like what, what are you doing? You're just yeah. going to throw him in a situation worse than that four and 12 fucking Houston team he was on. So what's the point? Yeah. I, I as, as far as trade compensation, you know, Houston can ask for all that, but you know, there's, I think there's four or five main teams out there, you know, possibly going for the Sean Watson, you know, it's Eagles, Panthers, Steelers, and Browns, and and somebody I seen somebody say like the Vikings is a possible dark horse for Deshaun Watson. You know, obviously that trade would involve Kirk Cousins. You know, just for money reasons. Oh, Kirk Cousins. So, um, you know, the Eagles are the ones loaded with the most immediate compensation. You know, with three first round picks this year. I'm not giving up three first round picks for Deshaun Watson. I wasn't giving up three first round picks for Russell Wilson, like. I'm not doing it. like if they want a one this year, you know, a three this year and, you know, one next year, you know, I would do it. But like, I'm, there's no way to, I'm giving up all of that for Deshaun Watson, especially since I got to carry that heavy ass cap hit for the next few years. You know what I mean? On top of the, the PR nightmare that it's going to be. Yeah. That's not the, it's going to be a distraction and the media is right. going to create a circus with it. Like, that is a big – It's. I think his cap hit is, like, over 40 mil, like, yeah. the next two years. Like, that's – how are you supposed to build around a team that's still rebuilding, like, you know, like Carolina? Like, what are you What are you building? Right. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm okay, and I'd actually prefer sticking with Jalen Hurts another year. Give and, me yeah. the quarterback with the small hands. My underdog, Kenny Pickett, baby. You're going for picket fences, huh? <laughs> I'd rather have the other dog with the little tiny hands that everybody's been clowning lately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let, let's get off of that. Is there any other? No, you know, I want to talk some more about it. <laughs> no, I'm just Is kidding. there any other big uh, any other big news we didn't mention? I feel like there's something else I'm missing. Khalil Unlimited. <laughs> What else? I don't think anything else happened in the NFL really. Oh, Carson oh, Wentz. Oh, oh yeah. How, how could we forget our better? Listen, I, <laughs> I, I'm off the Carson Wentz train now because like he's traded within my division. I got to see him twice a year. You know what I mean? I, I supported. <laughs> I supported Carson. You know, all through his time in Philly, even in Indy. I still don't think he had that bad of a year last year. You know, it wasn't a fantastic season, but he wasn't. He f- he folded like a lawn chair in that Listen, last game. That that team, in and of itself, was exactly what the record played out to be. They they were around the because of him. Team. No, just just the roster built in general, bro. They had the MVP on their team. You should have made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your MVP was the running back. I know. So what? <laughs> what the fuck you mean? <laughs> 
it, it, it's not in, it's a position that isn't what's the word I'm looking for. It's not the most impactful, you know, position on the football field. And I agree. I think Jonathan Taylor should have been, should have been MVP. I, I hate that they got to separate the awards. They got to have like the best quarterback and then NFL MVP. Like it's, you can't keep giving it to quarterbacks every year. Like Jonathan Taylor would, what did he have? Like over two thousand yards and like over twenty. I think he had over two thousand scrimmage yards. Yeah, because he had like sixteen or seventeen hundred rushing yards. I think. If they made the playoffs, he was one hundred percent winning MVP. Just like it two, it was two thousand nineteen. I think it was. Yeah, two thousand two thousand nineteen. If Carolina made the playoffs, McCaffrey was probably winning MVP because he was insane that year. Oh, Taylor had eighteen hundred yards this year. 1,811 yards and 18 touchdowns. That's just rushing, right? Yeah. yeah I'm talking about total yards, like yeah, receiving. T- yeah, total yards. He was, he was, let's see. He, yeah, 1,811 yards and then fucking advertisements. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, he was averaging 106.5 rushing yards per game. What was the advertisement that popped up? I don't know. Some fucking nicotine product. Quit smoking, dude. Uh, can't help it. <laughs> I like smoking. Do you remember? Do you remember the smoking commercials used to come on when we were younger? Yeah, <laughs> like the. <laughs> yeah, he had three hundred and sixty receiving yards and two touchdowns. So he had eighteen hundred. So he had twenty one hundred and seventy one total yards. He's and, MVP. And twenty touchdowns. The only reason Rodgers got it was because they were the number one seed, the Packers. They do yeah, that now. Fucking choke artists. No, relax. Don't talk about my guy like that. $50 million a year to watch him fucking choke in the playoffs. Lost to Jimmy G at home in a fucking oh, he, snowstorm. They blocked a punt. That's why they won. <laughs> he scored 10 points at home. What did Jimmy G score? 13. Or take six. away the take away the block one. <laughs> You only score four more points and that in that fucking offense. Dude, Jimmy G is the fucking man. He's so good. You're going to be Carolina's quarterback this year. I mean, go ahead. Fucking do it. I, get, I Matt, actually, get Matt Rule fired. I, I actually think he'll he's end on up. Such a, like, he's on such a thin, like, thin tightrope right now. Like, the, the smallest, like, mistake, and he's gone, and I'm just waiting for it. Yeah, I, I think waiting he ends up in it. Indianapolis. Who? Jimmy, Jimmy G. Oh, Jimmy J. I thought you meant Matt Rule. I was like, he's going back to college, baby. <laughs> <laughs> going back to Temple. He's going to be coaching like fucking UAB or something. <laughs> All right, while we're on, the, is there any free agents that you would like the Panthers to sign or any players you would like them to release into Sam free agents? Darnold. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Matt, I don't Matt even Rule. care about the – I don't care Matt about Rule. the money. Just, yeah, and Matt Rule. If you could release a coach, yeah, get rid of him too while you're at it. You could trade him. You can trade coaches. You can? Yeah, that's how uh that's how New England got Bill Belichick. Trade him to whatever team for a fucking 2024 seventh rounder. I don't even care. For a bag of deflated bulls. Yeah, for I for a fucking bag of cool ranch Doritos. Ooh, that's a win. Which is my favorite type of Dorito, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's number two. I love the uh the spicy nacho. 
I bought a party size bag last night because they didn't have the regular size. And I was like, I want Cool Ranch Doritos. So I'm, I'm just going to get the party size bag. Why would you not? I wouldn't even buy the regular size bag. Party size or no, no size. Well, sometimes I just grab the other bag and not notice where the party size bag is because I just throw it in the cart immediately. Uh, see, you're not a true fat guy. Fat guys always looking for the <laughs> largest size they can find. <laughs> I'm not Super on your size, level man. yet, dude. <laughs> you got to get there. It's fun. <laughs> It's not like sitting on your recliner, your stomach hurting because you ate too much, but you're you're kind of you're like a pig in shit. You're happy, you're like, oh yeah, my stomach hurts. That means I ate good. I did have like too much chips and queso the other night, and I thought I was gonna have diarrhea because the last time I did, but surprisingly I didn't. So that was like a win for me. I was oh, like you held, you held up. Like, yes, I woke yes. up in the morning. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so there's um, nobody in particular. Free agents. I just want like a. If they can get a couple offensive linemen, that's it. Like, I just – that's – oh, and a middle linebacker. That's about it for me. Are you interested in Brandon Scherf? Yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah, I, I like just – I think the and – Eagles- And a center. Honestly, like a dream scenario, this is how I want the offseason to go. Like, you get Scherf, if they can afford the dude Jensen, who's the center on the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Probably don't have the money for it. He probably wouldn't want to come there anyway, but – those two positions, I guess, get a left guard and center, and then when the draft comes, trade back out of six. And this way, you can address the quarterback and left tackle position at some point. Like, do you? Well, how far back are you trading back? I mean, the Seahawks don't get the Sean. I know the Seahawks want Malik Willis, so maybe like nine. Or if somebody in the teens wants to take our pick, I'll trade back to the teens. I don't care. You didn't get Kenny Pickett there. Maybe. I don't know. Apparently, people are, like, freaking out over his hand size. And it seems to be, like, Carolina is the only team that's, like, really interested in him. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe we could, like – and now that Washington took Wentz, I don't see Rivera. I thought Rivera was going to take a quarterback. So, now that all these teams addressed all these quarterbacks and free agency, like, we probably could trade back and still get one of these guys because I don't believe in the mystique that this, like, weak quarterback class. I think all these – Three, four guys are capable if they go to the right team and get the right, you know, preparation. Like, I'm just I'm, – I'm with that. I think these guys, if, you know, the ones that get drafted, I think they a lot of them would need a year, maybe two on the bench to, you know, learn. I, I would say a year. I think two years on the bench is too much. I You know, but maybe a year or half a year on the bench, you know, learning before they get thrown in. Kind of like what Chicago did with Justin Fields. You know, I think Pickett could probably start right away, honestly, because he's he's the, the offense he's been in. Like he would probably adjust a little quicker. Like a lot of the like he's I think he might be the only person that's like playing under center. Like the other guys are just like out of the gun every play yeah, doing yeah. like the RPOs. But I wouldn't be far, surprised to see Kenny Pickett stay in Pittsburgh either. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Steelers take him at 20. That, that's another thing. Or, like, I or, or they try to move up, you know, I mean, I can honestly see a trade happening with the with the Eagles. And the Steelers, Steelers, like if he's sitting there at 16, you know, Steelers, you know, moving up to 16 to go get him. Because I think New Orleans is at 18. So I could see them trying to jump New Orleans to take him. Because I think New Orleans is a possibility too. Yeah, like the way people are talking about this class, they're like, oh, it's so weak. Like next year, it's it's what, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Wrong, and then what? Like you're going to just – Yeah, but that happens every year. Because this time last year, Kayvon Thibodeau was the consensus number one overall pick. And now they got him around eight, nine, or ten. You know what I mean? Like he's falling out of the top ten. But see, 
so you're so you're saying like someone next year is gonna like climb the board and just yeah. I mean, you know, were we, were we talking well, then about if Malik that's Willis the case, and, if that's the case, Kenny Pickett did that this year, and people are exactly. shitting on him. So it's well, like, well, I, I think a lot of the things that people are shitting on Kenny Pickett about is his hand size. Like, if you look at the criticisms of Kenny Pickett, it's his hand size—the first thing that comes up. And they're no, they're like, oh, he only has one good year. His his other years were like average, like his numbers and shit like that. But it's like Joe Barrow played another year in LSU and he did nothing until like that last year. Yeah, like so. I mean, usually that senior year, that last year of college is what people look at. Yeah, and that's my point. That's my point. It's like, why is it that, oh, he just had one good year? Why is that? It's not that he had one good year. It's this is his best year, and he grew every year. Like, he's you can't grow as a player anymore these days. Like, why can't you do that? Yeah, I, I just think I think overall it's viewed as a weak class because there's nobody, you know, there's nobody that's like, you know, when you had those big classes, you had that consensus number one overall pick. Like you knew, you know, because they're all ago, guys that are on like these great teams that right. like go to the college football playoff and all shit like that. That's why. Exactly. There's, there's exposure. But you also knew like you knew coming out in 2019, Joe Burrow or 2020, Joe Burrow was. Your and he was on LSU. Pick. Yeah. Who won that everything. Right. Like, <clears throat> so, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like when you think of these big quarterback <clears throat> classes is, you know, like they're coming out number one overall. This, this is the consensus number one. You know, you know, experts say there's at least four or five guys that could be franchise-changing quarterbacks. You yeah, know? because they were they were all on, like, successful teams. Like, right. Like, Penny Pickett, he plays for Pitt. Like, when has Pitt ever been good? Like, they won the ACC this year, but when has Pitt ever been good? Right, Seriously. and it's funny because, you know, Pitt also <laughs> produced one of the best defensive tackles, if not the best defensive tackle of all time. That's Aaron why Donald. I laugh when people say, like, ACC is not a real conference. Like, you know how many good players came out of the ACC in the NFL right now? Like, you know what I mean? And, like, the other quarterbacks, like uh, Sam Howe. Like, the Tar Heels stink. Yeah. They're terrible. If you go back and watch some of his games, there's guys that are open just dropping passes like it's nothing. And yeah, listen, who else? Carson Strong. He played for Nevada. Like, right. What? <laughs> Yeah, so I just think there's just there's not a lot of hype around the quarterback. So usually they lump them all in together. Like, so if you got one good quarterback out of the or two good quarterbacks out of the prospects of ten, they're going to say it's not a good, it's not a strong draft. And Malik Willis, he plays for Liberty. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a school until like two years what ago. Are they, Division two or Division one, double A. Liberty. I, I, I think I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> I just think all the quarterbacks get lumped in together, and. You know, most of the criticism I see about Kenny Pickett is his uh, his hand size, and a lot of the criticism I see about Malik Willis is the fact that he played at Liberty and not a big time school, and he has a hard time reading defenses. Hand size you can't teach; reading defense you can. So, did you measure your hand size? We had this conversation. Yeah, I think I'm seven and a half inches. Yeah, what did I say? I was I was eight inches. Yeah. Eight, yeah, eight and a quarter. So Pickett's only got an inch bigger hands than me. Yeah. How, how can you? You're fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I mean, I got, for the Eagles, I, I mean, I got a laundry list of, of people, but, like, I I take Jordan <clears throat> Hicks back, you know, or, or Bobby Wagner. I would love to see them, you know, address that middle linebacker position. You know, wide receiver is another big lead. I, You know, I think they need a veteran wide receiver in here. You know, I almost called it. I, you know, I was banging the fucking table for Calvin Ridley, and the Eagles and Falcons basically had a trade done, but the Falcons backed out. Jay Glazer dropped that bomb on us. 
you know, they backed yeah. out in the last second, I guess, because they knew this investigation was happening with him gambling. Motherfucker lost $11.5 million this year for a $1,500 parlay bet. <laughs> uh, so, I, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson, you know, I really wanted Mike Williams, but he re-upped with, with L.A. You want a lot of receivers on that team. You know, I, these are just people that I would <laughs> I would take. Like I said, we need a veteran receiver. Sign and them I, all. Sign them all, yeah, fuck it. Fuck the rest of the Sign team, Howie. Just restructure. Like, like my man Gio, the podcast, has said, wide receiver and for God's sakes, get us a linebacker. I would love for them to draft N'Kobe Dean. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. All right, so we're going to do a, a little, a little uh, play off of our top five. Nick and I are going to give you top three. the top three plays. Just take a trip down memory lane. Of Eagles and Panthers, you know, play slash that memories. we've seen, that we've seen some of our favorites. With our eyes. With our own eyes. On our TV. On our TV. <laughs> in our living room. In our house. In our state. In our world. In our planet. In our planet. Um, you want to go first? You want me to go first? This was... Well, this was my uh, number one moment. Our commanders. Oh. <laughs> uh, nah, I guess I'll start. Um, okay. Go number three, three first. My number three moment was probably Super Bowl 50 when we lost at uh, number two moment, Super Bowl 38 when we lost that to the Patriots. <laughs> number one, the next Super Bowl we go to whenever we fucking lose. All right, nah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, in all seriousness, number three moment, uh, probably the X clown play from 03 when okay. we played the Rams in the playoffs. Steve Smith, he scored a uh, like a slant across the middle from Delome in like double overtime to like win in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, that was like insane. I was like 13, like 14 at the time. I was like on the floor watching it because. They kept missing field goals like back and forth, and I thought that we were gonna lose. And Ricky Manning like somehow picked off Tory Holt, get trying to get a pass but one arm, and then the next thing you know, like the next play that happened. So that was, yeah, that Dude, was. I love Steve Smith. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, number two, probably, I mean, probably 2015 season when we were playing the Seahawks and Cam threw the winning touchdown to Olsen because that was when like. Legion of Boom were like still in their prime, and we kept losing to Seattle like every year. Mm-hmm. And we on the road, and it was that year we were undefeated. And I thought we were going to get our first loss, and they stayed undefeated. And because it was like getting over a hump because they couldn't beat Seattle, and we were down by like 10 points. And like just to see him be clutch like that, like people didn't think like he could do it. And he did it on the road against LOB. And they tried saying afterwards, like, oh, the coverage was blown or breakdown. Like, nah, dude, like. If you're the LOB, you shouldn't be breaking down and blowing. Yeah, like they 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 came back. Like that's that's what happened. Like he came back, and that was like a clutch moment. And uh, number one, this I like played all the time on my phone. Basically, Mike Tirico makes this moment for me. It was Monday Night Football in 2013 when Cam threw the winning touchdown to Ted Ginn because we beat New England. It was it was crazy because it was like that was when we like finally arrived and like we're on the map. It was like that was when Cam really arrived because he played Brady on Monday Night Football. He threw the game-winning touchdown, and Tariko just, like, sold it. He was like, Ted Ginn, touchdown, Carolina! And, like, the, the, the camera, like, shows the crowd going nuts. He throws the ball in the crowd. 
they show Cam like helping up one of his linemen. And they show the camera on Bill Belichick and he's like so miserable. <laughs> he looks like and that when they win. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so great because you could see the camera was moving, like the place was fucking shaking, like it was going nuts. Was that at home? Were they in yeah, Carolina? Like that, that was that's probably my favorite moment because that just it just like was that was like the moment where like they were on the map. So that that would be number one for me. And uh honorable mention, uh Probably, I guess I would say in the playoffs in 2015, mm-hmm. the against Arizona, when he uh, it was like two plays in a row where he like just ran. He was like a design run where Cam like ran to the outside. The first one he just like stiff armed some dude out of bounds and like took him to the ground. And then the next one he didn't have to do it, but he decided to like front flip over Ryan Khalil's head. <laughs> <laughs> And like the place was going nuts, and by that by that time they were already up like thirty some points, and I'm like, all right, I, I guess we're going to the Super Bowl now. I was like, that was when I knew we were going. This yeah. so, prime cam was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it's crazy because like I, people always like say to me all the time, like, oh, he stinks, he's washed, he's washed. I just want to say this to people, like you got to understand, this guy's essentially been playing two positions at the same time for his entire life. For 12 years now, well, for 12 years now in the NFL, he went to the worst team in the league. You know how many design runs they called for this man? He's probably taken more hits than any quarterback ever in history. So his body is probably broken down so bad. It's not that he stinks or he's washed. Your body's fucked. Like, he's probably got the body of a 57-year-old right now. It's not his fault. Like, Ron Rivera, like, kept him in the game when he shouldn't have played. He's had two surgeries in his throwing shoulder and Liz Frank and multiple probably concussions he's played through probably other injuries too. Like, what do you expect? Seriously? Like, let's be realistic. It's not yeah. his fault. How about yeah. his fucking dick? Yeah. I, I, I hate saying that because I enjoyed watching Cam. Cam was a lot of fun to watch. Like he, he's 33 right now, but he's probably like physically like 64. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it ages you fast. All right. So I want to go in the top three plays. They're all in the playoffs, so these are all play. All playoffs. I thought you were going to name the Miracle of Meadowlands number two. That listen, that that was up there. It it's hard see because like, like my favorite plays. I also like go like in an order of performance, you know, like or or moments like the situation that it's in. Because I think when you perform in the playoffs and these happen in the playoffs, you know you're you know you're elevated to the moments that it happens. Yeah. So that's kind of what makes it even better for me. So number three is I'm actually going to make an adjustment on the fly. This was actually my number two, but I'm switching it up because I want to make a number two is my one of my favorite plays. But so number three is fourth and 26. We obviously all remember that play. Fred X, he always delivers, you know, Donovan threw a fucking strike down the center of the field. Freddie catches that in triple coverage for 28 yards, you know, and it's funny because I was looking it up. I watched, I rewatched the play because I was kind of trying to watch how that drive set up. So they 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 opened up that drive with a 22 yard run with Deuce Staley, and then Donovan throws an incomplete pass, and then the second play, or no, but they get called. It was an incomplete, but they get flagged for a false start, and so they lost five yards there. Second play, Donovan gets sacked. Third play is it. Or next two plays are incompletion, so it's fourth down and twenty six, and then they uh, they hit that strike. So Fred X he delivered on that play. Beat they actually got down in field goal range to tie the game. Uh, 
Dawkins picks all five in, in overtime and kick a field goal to win it. Yes. My number two play, and I've seen this live. This happened like dead down my line of vision, is when Dawkins hit Algie Crumpler in that NFC Championship game. That's your number two? Dude, I love that fucking play. Well, I and I'll tell you hit. why. It's NFC Championship game. It was the NFC. Listen, that was a that was a fucking game changer. He could have died. He, he could have died. The way <laughs> Dawkins hit him, he could have died. He could have broke every rib in his body. And, and you gotta remember, Crumpler had like a hundred pounds on Dawkins. Like Crumpler was a big fucking dude. And he just crushed him. And I'll never forget. I don't know how Crumpler got up, but he got up and like he was just hunched over and like he like trotted off the field. And Dawkins just stood there like a man man. But it was a tone setter in that game. Because remember, we lost the three previous NFC Championship games. You know what I mean? And two of them were at home. So, you know, it was just one of them things like they couldn't get over the top. And I think that hit was a tone setter for the rest of that game. They win. They go on to choke to New England in, in the Super Bowl. They Thanks did. Donovan. Thanks, Donovan, for blowing chunks all over the field. And Andy uh-huh. Reid with your fucking time management. Oh, my God. You get the ball down 10. And they fucking run eight minutes off the clock. If you watch, if, if you watch there's actually, like, clips where, like, Be- Belichick is walking the sideline going, we're up, right? Like, we're not, like, we're up. Because they were killed so much time off the clock. Belichick actually got confused and thought, like, are we are we losing? And that's why they're running time off the clock? Oh, fucking pisses me off. Should have won that Super Bowl, too. Mm. But we got our revenge in play number one. I think you already know what it is. The Philly special. It's it's the gutsiest call made by Nick Foles. I'm not even going to give Peterson credit for that because Nick Foles called it. Peterson went along with it. It was executed to perfection. Nick Foles called it. Tom Brady dropped it. Philly <laughs> special. Number one play. I got honorable mentions, you know, Miracle in the Meadowlands to, you know, you had the Brian Westbrook punt return. You know, they were getting their ass kicked versus the Giants. I mean, we seem to beat the shit out of the Giants in the Meadowlands. You know, the first Miracle in the Meadowlands. I didn't get to see that. These are ones we saw, but. But I thought Miracle in the Meadowlands, too, was the Deshaun Jackson. It is, but uh, there was a few years prior to that. I think it was yeah, it was Westbrook. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that, Westbrook yeah. went down the sideline. They they couldn't do shit offensively that whole game. You know, yeah. you have that play. I mean, th- there's a a lot of plays. You know, there was plenty of Wentz plays in and stuff that were unbelievable. Like when he got caught up in that in that sack against the Redskins and snuck out the other side. You know, when he hit. When he hit Miles Sanders in the corner of the end zone for a touchdown, when he had absolutely no room to make that throw, there was plenty of wins, please. But I, I went with what I think were the most important two. So that that's my top three. All right. Solid list. Solid list. Well, so baseball's back. I was going to say, we also got big news. <laughs> baseball's back. I, listen, Finally. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about it. I love baseball. Baseball – was my uh, my favorite. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, before Phillies... we get into that, didn't you have a would you rather for me? Oh, fuck. I just fucking screwed up the pod. You fucked it up. Now we got to delete the whole goddamn thing and re-record. All right, let's start starting now. <laughs> All right. 
Would you rather would you rather <clears throat> win the Super Bowl? Your favorite team wins the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And then for 15 years, Sam Darnold has to be your quarterback and you finish a bottom five team every one of those years. Or you have a top five quarterback, you make the playoffs for 15 years and you win zero Super Bowls. I'd rather win the Super Bowl. I'd rather just go to the playoffs. I don't think I could watch a bottom five team for 15 years. I would lose interest. <laughs> Listen, I mean, Eagles haven't been bottom five, but it it's nice, you know, when thing, times uh, bottom five. So you don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like to be a fucking Panthers fan. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know what though? It would it, it chaps my ass more that the Eagles were as dominant as they were from you know 2000 to 2008 and have no Super Bowls to show for it. Like, the name of the game is to win the Super Bowl. So if I get one Super Bowl in 16 years, I'm happy with that because I went 30 years without a Super Bowl. I don't think you've ever had Sam Darnold in front of your eyes before on the TV screen. No, but I've had Mark Sanchez. I've had Sam Darnold's Sam worse. Bradford. Sam Darnold's worse. Listen, I, I've had bad quarterbacks. I've, I had to watch Coy Detmer, Ty Detmer. Worse. He's worse. Bobby Hoying. He's worse. <laughs> like, I've had to watch some pretty bad fucking quarterbacks. You know what? I'm going to call your fucking bluff. I'm calling your bluff. I don't think you have it in you to watch Sam Darnold for 15 years. I can't even do it for two fucking years. You're going <laughs> to do it for 15 <laughs> But I got a Super Bowl. Every time I get upset, I could just look at that Super Bowl banner hanging, and I'm like, you know what? Like, it was worth it. See that that wouldn't do anything for me because if you're losing by 40 points every week, I would just be like, fuck that ring. I don't even care anymore. I'd rather just be competitive and make Sundays fun to watch. Yeah, but how how would it feel knowing that no matter how fun it's going to be, it's not. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna want to fucking put on like fishing on the other channel or something. Like I wouldn't want to watch. See, that's the difference between winning a championship and not. Is because you haven't won a championship, so you don't remember that feeling, that euphoria, the what overcomes you when you finally hit the pinnacle of the mountaintop. Yeah, I do because I've seen the Phillies win the World Series and they've sucked ever since. Okay, so listen, I can, but I still turn on the Phillies. They've sucked for the last eleven years, and they haven't yeah, won. The Phillies teams. don't have the Phillies are at least competitive. They're not. They don't have Sam Darnold type players. They've been a bottom five team for like the last ten years. They almost made the playoffs last year. What are you talking about? Okay, last year, but look the at the past years two playing. years. They the past two years they barely missed the playoffs. Listen, I grew up in the nineties too. I listen. I remember the Rico Bronias and the Marlon Andersons and the Desi Relifords. You aren't watching the baseball then. You're watching Ninja what? Turtles, just like me. No, listen, baseball. Listen, I remember the ninety three World Series. How old were you then? Six, almost seven. Stop it. I swear to God. Stop it. Six, I, a, I like six. I like just got into sports, I think. I was still listen, watching I, cartoons. No, listen, I was in the sport, I was in the sports for as long as I can remember. I call your bluff, you bitch. All right. I listen, I have a scrapbook from the 93 World Series. Yeah, I have I have stuff from the 93 World Series too. It doesn't mean I watched it. Uh, I listen, I remember I used to I used to sneak up. I had a TV in my room when I was younger. I used to put my. I mean, maybe I did watch it, but I don't remember anything from when oh, I was. Oh, I remember. That young. I remember. I used to put the. I used to watch the game on mute. And I used to put my. I was four. At the, at the bottom of the door, so my mom couldn't see the TV light, so I could watch the World Series. Do you remember then, anything from when you were four years old? From four? Yeah. 
No. Describe a normal day when you're four years old. You wake up out of bed. I shit next? my pants. <laughs> What's I, next? I'm coloring shitty pictures. <laughs> What's for I, breakfast? What's I, for lunch? For breakfast is probably Lucky Charms. At four years old? <laughs> yeah. I'm not eating baby food. I don't even remember what I was eating at four years old. I really don't. I don't right, know. But, but baseball is back. And I remember the 93 World Series. <laughs> Fucking Joe Carter. You know what? Fuck Joe Carter. I just want to say that. Fuck Joe Carter for hitting that home run. Who? Joe Carter. Who? Joe Carter. Who's that? Joe Carter. What? Who? What? Oh, Listen, what? you know what? You know what's funny? It's like I watch it like, oh, like MLB's greatest home runs of all time. And that's always like number two. And I'm like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Mitch Williams was cooked. He had no arm left. I actually bought his jersey like last year on eBay. Yeah. I like, yeah, I got wild things jersey. And then I thought about it and I was like, why do I Listen, have this jersey? I love Mitch Williams. I, I don't fault Mitch Williams for that. He tried to get in there. His arm was just cooked. He pitched so much in that playoff run. I remember Danny Jackson when they beat the Braves in the NLCS. Danny Jackson ripped this shit open. They got a picture on like, ah. Yeah, I remember like in 89 when like <laughs> Joe Montana won the Super Bowl. And yeah, I was just coming out of the womb and I was like, yeah, this is a good Super Bowl. <laughs> Nick, that was my first heartbreak. All right. And I'll tell you why. Because like I said, I, I, I stayed up and I like sneakily watched the World Series. Wasn't allowed to, but I did. And then my mom finally was like, you know what? Like, you could stay up and watch the Phillies game. You know what game she let me stay up and watch? Fucking game six. I had to sit there and watch Joe Carter walk it off with my fucking favorite team growing up. And I was like, really, mom? It was my fucking first heartbreak. You know what my favorite World Series that I seen was? The one in 1980. Oh, I, I remember staying up late to watch that World Series. But <laughs> Stick your jokes up your fucking ass, Nick. Steve Carlton, he was so good. I was like, Mom, can I stay up and watch Steve Carlton? Just rocking bombs out of the stadium. But baseball's back. Steve Carlton was a pitcher, you asshole. Rocking bombs out of the stadium. Yeah, when he would bat, he would uh, hit home runs. (laughs) That's what I remember from from 1980 when I was uh, just a kid. Baseball's back. And I would stick my pillow up against the team. <laughs> All right, baseball's me. back. <laughs> uh, thankfully, it is back. We're not going to lose too much of the season. They're still going to play 162. I think it's starting four or five days later than they planned on it. I think, they're still, I think April 3rd is the tentative start date. So I know players reported yesterday. And uh, – I think they're going to get 20-something days of spring training in. Yeah. And uh, and and they're back, you know. And hopefully, hopefully during this time we're recording the pod, we can get some breaking news and the Phillies could sign somebody. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Kosh Werber. Everybody. Yeah. Spend all your money. <laughs> Spend all your money. Um, Kind of wish that, like, what, don't you wish that they would like just do away with testing steroids like for good? I would like to see a, a nice six. How, how tall is Bryce Harper? Six one, maybe like, six one, two hundred and seventy five pounds of muscle. 
Bryce Harper just walking up to the plane like he's Triple H. Yeah, right. <laughs> Time to play the game. And then he breaks the home run record, and they're like, how did that happen? Yeah. I I think, I like, personally, I would like to see it. I want to see Roman Quinn on roids. That's what I want to see. Oh, my God. But then he would lose his speed, so probably not. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with, you know, supervised HGH, like help these players recover faster, you know, from injuries and stuff like that and soreness and fatigue. You know, but then again, if, if you legalize steroids, then you got to let Barry Bonds and, and all those guys in the Hall of Fame who should be in the Hall of Fame anyway. I'm not trying to make this a serious topic. I'm just talking hypotheticals, baby. Can you imagine Boehm on roids? You know how hard he's he would five. hit those double play balls? Yes, he's... <laughs> Exit he's six five, so He's 6'5", so if he's like 6'5", 275, he connects with a nice ground ball, maybe maybe it will like just strike the infielder's glove so hard that it bounces off and he'll get Ooh. singles. Instead of being thrown out at first, so like, you got to take our think how it, it you know it works to our advantage. How would it work to our advantage? Yeah, but how would it work against us? Because then we'd have our pitchers giving up four hundred ninety foot blasts <laughs> to center field. <laughs> if Bryce Harper swings and misses and lets go of the bat, and the bat goes in the crowd, someone's probably going to die. And thank God for the netting. <laughs> You're going to have to reinforce the netting with like chain link fence. But what if he swings the bat and it goes to the part of the where like the netting's not at and it hits oh. someone in the face of that crowd? <laughs> Speaking of which, did you know? I think it was Mike Schmidt. He hit he hit a home run and it hit a lady in the head. I believe it was Mike Schmidt. I could be it could Mike be Schmidt. He was on the oh he was on the nineteen eighty team, right? Yeah, I remember. I remember watching that live. He hit he hit a home run and hit a lady in the head. They 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 bring her back. They, they in the outfield. Out. Yeah, they get out in the outfield because she, she must have missed it. Later on in that game, Mike Schmidt hit a home run again. Hit the same fucking lady in the head. It's a legit true story. Where was she sitting at back there? Uh, like in the lower level or like yeah, the yeah, it was lower level. Yeah, she got hit in the head twice in one twice. game. Yeah, why didn't she fucking leave after the first time? <laughs> Somebody should have gave her a glove what, or something. What are the fucking odds? Did she, like, get a concussion or anything? Uh, she had to. How did she not fucking die or have brain damage? I don't fucking know. But, yeah, I'm, I'm almost... That's a strong head right there. Yeah, I'm almost... Well, never mind. I'm not even going to say it. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be well-behaved. I'll be well-behaved. You know me? I like to crack my jokes. Go ahead, say it, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, I mean, baseball's back. Don't Hopefully touch steroids. steroids will be one day. Let, let, let's hit 900 foot fucking bombs. Hit, That's hit what I want to say. Hit some home runs off at of Liberty One. They broke our glass again. Yeah. I want to <laughs> see a home run go out of the stadium and just go and land right in like an Xfinity Live casino window or something. Mm. Right in front of somebody <laughs> playing the slots. <laughs> Got hit the ball with the ball again. You fucking serious? Uh, got the tourney coming up too, NCAA tourney. Yeah, my money's on. Uh, who's in the tourney again? I have everybody. They've got like one hundred and thirty-eight thousand teams in the fucking tournament. I'm sorry. I'm just. I've never really been a guy who's gotten into like March Madness. 
Like I'll watch a couple games, but people are like, dude, uh, man is, uh, like they like jerk off to it. It's like, it's not that, not it's, that great guys. So every, every year, um, a local restaurant does like a March madness, like, um, like a special. And it's usually like $55 all you can eat, you know, and like dollar Bud Lights and you come in, you watch like the first, uh, you can either do like Thursday or Friday of the, of the opening weekend of the tournament. And it's fun. And, and, you know, me and a lot of my friends, we, you know, we get together and we do it every year. You know, we go watch the tournament. Um, outside of that and filling out a bracket because the degenerate gambler in me loves, you know, gambling. Um, you know, do they have like a list of all the teams that are in, in it or I, they don't have, I don't know if it's finalized yet because, I think uh, they got to do like a play, selection thing, right? Right. And conference play still going on. I think selection Sunday is tomorrow. And then I think the tournament begins next week. But uh, for all our listeners out there, Nick and I are hosting a, a tournament challenge, you know, prizes, you know, a prize might be discussed, you know, between us or it might be a pat on the back or a, was something we'll figure something out we'll discuss something off a air. gift card a gift card to cvs so you can get a really long receipt so you can frame that and remember <laughs> it forever but or a gift card to the olive garden so you could have authentic italian food with the lady of your choice yeah we'll, we'll get you just enough <laughs> for all you can eat soup salad and breadsticks <laughs> here's 750 so if you want to go, you can go to www.poolhost.com. That's P-O-O-L-H-O-S-T.com and search for Stop on the Corner Pod. And we will also put links up on all our socials. And it's, a, it's free to join. You fill out a, a bracket. Nick and Repeat I that link out. again so people didn't hear you, just in case they didn't hear you. It's poolhost.com, P-O-O-L-H-O-S-T.com. And search Stop on the Corner Pod, or you can click on our links on our social, and you could join there, and we'll have some fun with this. I'm sorry, can you repeat that link again? I didn't hear you again. It is www.gofuckyourself.com slash Nick, go fuck yourself. Oh, I've seen that. I see the link on the page right now. Oh, you got it now? Nick. So who do you you think is going to win the tourney? I think it's not going to be me. I think... (laughs) That, oh, I'm that, talking about the I'm talking about actual March Madness. Uh, oh, I, I still don't think it's going to be me. <laughs> I got a good J, but that's about it. I can't get to the. I can't. I'm just going to go down this list, and wherever my finger lands, it's the top 25 team. I want to pick one of these teams. Ready? Illinois. I think Illinois is going to win. Right, the Illinois. Whole- I'm going to I'm going to go with the team that I know that chokes in the in the tournament the most. I'm going to go with Gonzaga. <laughs> oh, the Zags. Gonzaga. You know, for some reason, I always thought they were in Arizona. They're like in Washington. Me too. Me too. I don't know why. Maybe it's the Z's, Gonzaga, Arizona. Like, Kind of sounds Italian. Gonzaga. It, it, mm, I'm definitely in there. Mamma mia. Um, Nick, pancakes, waffles, or French toast? Quick, hurry up. Waffles. Waffles? Ooh, waffles I, oh, I love waffles because you could pour the syrup in the little squares. Captures all the flavor. Lego my ego, bitch. And you can eat waffles with chicken. Can you eat pancakes or French toast with anything? No. <laughs> no. No. 
I mean, I'm sure, you, I'm sure you can, just nobody's out there. Chicken and waffles is fucking, fucking banging. Freak. Yes, it is. I, I, am a, I am a waffle fan. I will agree with you there. I'll go waffles, too. You're not supposed to agree with me, you fucking... Yeah, but w- all right, what's your number two? Uh, probably... Pancakes? Eh, wrong. It's French <laughs> toast. Those chocolate chip pancakes are, they're a lot of fun. French toast, though, it's like, you're just eating, I don't know. French toast has to be done a certain way. Like, I feel like like people can fuck up French toast. I know it sounds hard to do, but just people can fuck it up. slices of bread. It's got to have, like, some kind of sweet flavor to it. People just fuck it up. It's, you know. It's a matter. The syrup's not sweet enough for you. But pancakes, you know, well, it's got to have some like powdered sugar on it, maybe some cinnamon. Listen, just, powdered you don't, pan, pancake batter is good for one thing only, and that's making fried Oreos. But chocolate chip pancakes as well. I make chocolate chip French toast. You can make red velvet pancakes, red velvet waffles. You can make red velvet French toast. Yeah, but it would taste like fucking shit. You were wrong. <laughs> it's French toast. I will buzz myself on that one. <laughs> Survey says. All right. Let's get into it, Nick. Gaba ghoul or gaba fool. Uh Gaba ghoul or gaba fool. My gaba ghoul this week is Robert Pattinson, baby. No, I'm just kidding. That's not my. <laughs> but shout out Robert Pattinson. He's killing it. Batman movie's killing it right now. Uh, I guess probably everyone in baseball that got this deal done. I'm just happy baseball's back. You guys yeah. made me very happy. Thank you to everyone involved. You are all my gabagool. <laughs> Best wishes. Except for Rob Manfred. Fuck yeah. Rob Manfred. Yeah. He's, he's... And also, uh, also, Rob Manfred, you're never allowed back in Bismarck. So <laughs> yeah. the, the Bismarck, Bismarck keys said you are not the allowed Bismarck back. locks. The Bismarck <laughs> locks. They they banned you, but you can come back. But I don't think they want you there. You're not welcome. Uh, so I had a gabagool for the week, and I forgot to write it down, and I forget. So just fucking improvise, dude. Uh, so my. My gabagool of the week is is Nick for having a gabagool for this week and remembering it. Yeah, congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, who'd you got before? My gabagool. I had it on my phone, and now I can't find it. The Gobble Fool is you for the week for not having a Gobble Fool. There you well, go. You I actually, I did. Here we go. I got my Gobble <laughs> <laughs> So that's the second Gobble Fool. The, my Gobble Fool, for all, all the uh, women out there, I know you look up to this person, and she's like an idol. Uh, I know people, where you're going with this. For people who are fucking weird. Kim Kardashian. I knew it. I just, she came out this week and said, uh, I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems nobody wants to fucking work these days. Like, I'm sorry, Kim, but we can't all come from money 
and have sex with Ray J. Yeah. I mean, I've never met Ray J, so like I don't know. But like would you have sex with him? I maybe, <laughs> but I also never have come from money. And there's a lot of people out there who don't have the opportunity that you've had. Like people don't understand you, you're talking about working hard. You've always had money. People have always had money their whole life. It's very easy for them to build an empire or like get rich, like people think. It's you're not working hard. Like, shut up. Please right. like take a fucking seat. Like, and anyone who who watched that and was like, Yeah, she's she's right. Like, you're a fucking donkey. Like, seriously. Yeah, I I know. She was that was just I seen that. And as soon as you said like, maybe she should have like she should have like choked, you know chose her words in a different way and said something else but because the way she made it sound it her of all people shouldn't be saying that it's right. just it's not her it's not her place no, no you're no. stay in your fucking lane seriously that, that is the definition of stay in your lane seriously <laughs> like you've come from so much money you do not have the room to be saying that yeah how'd you all. get popular again how'd you get famous yeah like we, we you, you you got popular because you made a sex tape yeah but you also already had a ton of money like yeah your your father is who? Oh, OJ's lawyer to help get him off. Yeah, like your best friend was Paris Hilton. Like yeah. you just you've been around money your whole life. Stop it. You've never loaned anything, any struggle or anything. Stop it. All right, my gobble fool. I tell you what, there was, there was there was a lot of the gobble fool list was big this week. You know, every every day I turned something on and I was like, what an idiot. That's my gobble fool for the week. And then somebody the next day seemed to top them, but. My gobble fool for the week is the Wagner Bryant fans. I don't know if you saw that. There was a massive Oops. Wagner versus Bryant that uh, it was the NEC title game, the Northeast Conference. Uh. And a massive brawl broke out with like four minutes left to go in the game. Bryant was up like 30 points on Wagner and there was like a small contingent of Wagner fans, like in the student section with Bryant fans and a massive brawl broke out and it delayed the game for 30 minutes. Like you're getting your ass beat by 30. Are you really going to sit there and talk shit to somebody? Like you got to take your medicine. You got to take it on the chin, take your vitamins, take your vitamins, eat your Cheerios, eat your Cheerios and stick a finger in your ass. Oh uh, yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. And just fold your hands, take the ass whooping like a fucking man or a woman. Finger your ass. That too. Sorry. And, and just take it. And just fucking take it. Like, you're down 30. So now, not only did you get your ass beat on the court, you probably got your ass beat off the court. Because you were the visiting team. And there was way more Bryant fans there than there were Wagner fans. So, you fucking Sounds- idiots. Take your medicine. <laughs> Rant over. Gobble fool number two for is me for not having a gobble ghoul. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> so dumb. Like, yeah, I never got that. Like, if you're getting your ASB, just take your fucking medicine. All right, Nick, let's wrap this up with. <clears throat> All right, my highly recommended. It's going to be like my first highly recommended. Because I've only seen one episode of this show. It's called The Tourist. And it's on HBO Max. So if you don't have HBO Max, turn turn the volume down real quick. Turn turn volume down real quick. All right. So all the people who do have HBO Max, <laughs> this is a really good show. I've only seen one episode. But I've also, 
I think I'm going to go two for two on these because the last highly recommend that I had where I've only seen like an episode or two was Archive 81. And that was a really good show. So I think this is a really good show and I highly recommend it. It's about a guy who's like in Australia and he gets into a car accident and he wakes up and he has like amnesia and he's trying to figure out like what's going on. And apparently there's like somebody after him, like somebody's trying to kill him or whatever. Haven't gotten too much uh, further into the show, but it looks good. So I recommend it. Okay, everybody who doesn't have HBO Max, you can turn it back up now. Turn it back up. How can they hear you? They turn the volume down. Okay, uh, turn the volume up. <laughs> so I have a highly recommend as well. And you and I have discussed this. So my highly recommend is a show on Netflix called Murderville. It is. I, I was going to, you know, I was going to say that, but I, I figured you would say it, so I'd let you have it. You yeah, have it. so it's, it's actually not as dark as it sounds. It's, it's <laughs> the it's opposite. Actually, it's, yeah, it's actually quite the opposite. So what it is, is, is Will, it stars Will Arnett and he's lead detective on, and it's kind of played tongue in cheek. Like he's supposed to be like real dark and serious. And they have a guest star only, there's only six episodes, but they have a guest star on each episode. Now the whole show is scripted except for the guest star. So all interactions between guest star and cast is all improv. And it is absolutely hilarious. It is funny to watch them work. It's funny watching them break character. It's, yeah. it, it is a really good show. So basically a murder happens. They interview three people, you know, and then the guest star has to figure out on their own who the murderer was. And it, it is a really, it's a good premise for a show. I've never seen anything like it. It's like half reality, half scripted but it's fucking hilarious. I, there's six episodes. Mm -hmm. I watched four of them last night, you know, and they're short. They're like 30, 35 minutes tops. And they're really good. Like first episode of Conan O'Brien. Second one had Marshawn Lynch, which I thought was probably the funniest one. Yeah. I seen the, I seen the first episode with Conan. That was funny. Yeah. Like there, funny. there's not no names. Like the only person I really did, didn't recognize was in the fourth episode. I had to look her up. Um, her name was like Annie Watson or something like that. She was in Shit's Creek. You know, I didn't watch that show, but um, everybody else is pretty recognizable. And it's it's hilarious. Yeah. So I, I, I highly recommend Murderville on Netflix. That is a funny show. You got anything else you want to say, Nick? Anything else you got to get off your chest? Uh, if you haven't already seen Batman... Go see Batman, guys. I'm going to the movies today. I'm actually, as soon as we get done recording this, I'm going to the movies. You see Uncharted? The Uncharted. I'm not going to see Batman. I'm surprised that's still out. That came out like a while ago. I know. I think it just came out like a week or two ago. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Because I kind of want to see that. That was like my favorite video game. Yeah. So I've ever played. I'm, I'm heading out soon. So I want to thank everybody for listening, tuning in, you know, liking, subscribing. Also, I'll, I'll read the... The link, once again, it's www.poolhost.com. Search Stop on the Corner. That's P-O-O-L-H-O-S-T.com. Search Stop on the Corner, and we'll also have the links on our social. What was that again? Can you repeat that again? www.gofuckyourselfnick.com. Oh, no, that's .edu. All right, Nick, say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people.